episode one. Take one. Welcome to the podcast Transformations. This is the podcast where a guest shares a personal story of transformation, then listens back to it and reflect on their own experiences, sharing their reflections and with some distance, giving their old self advice on how to better complete the transformation. My name is Nick Bank, and on this episode, I have my first guest, Mr. Joost Bloom from the Netherlands. Hi, Joost. Hello, Nick. Joost, you and I, we know each other through uh, INSET. But for those that don't know you, would you mind telling me just a bit about yourself? Yes, of course, Nick. Um, yeah, so my name is uh, Jos and uh, I live in a very small village in the center of the Netherlands, um, together with my wife and our two cats. And um, well, we we do not only have uh, InShot in common, Nick, but uh, I also like uh, barbecuing like you do. Oh, that's right. Yes. And, and um, other than that, um, I uh, enjoy going out on the mountain bike, venture out into nature, uh, diving, walking, things like that. Mm. My, uh, I have a professional background in, uh, in systems engineering, so the design of uh, electrical, uh, mechanical and software solutions such as uh, robotic systems. And um, yeah, during my professional career, my interest shifted from, well, you could say complex technical systems to human systems such mm. as teams and organizations and hence uh, I ended up uh, doing the executive management of change with you. Yes and it is a great experience maybe a podcast for itself just to talk about everything that we learned through there and the insights that we gain. So the listeners don't know this but you and I have had a sort of a prep call where I asked you to consider some sort of a transformative experience. I described it as this could be something you have experienced in your personal life or your business life. And, you know, maybe we should just try to sort of fence in this transformation. I can give one offer. So one definition of a transformation is that it's it's something that has changed you in a permanent way. But what is your definition of a transformation or even a formative experience? Good question, uh, Nick. The, I think the first time that you asked me that question, I um, ultimately started to think about, okay, what, what are the really big things that uh, shaped who I am today? Mm-hmm. Actually, um, about big things, I mean, okay, something happens to you in life. Uh, quite often it takes quite some time to digest it, to mourn about a loss or something else mm-hmm. before you see the possibilities to to grow from from that experience however um thinking about that i also realize and, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that that there's many many uh small moments um mm. or spikes or whatever you would like to call it that um i would say have made a permanent difference to my life actually it's one of those moments that i would like to uh, to share with you today yeah Thank you. So thank you for, for describing your idea, your understanding of, of transformation and the, the notion of a transformative experience. Which experience did you choose 
to share today? Well, I in one of my previous roles, I was um, heading an R&D organization. Together with my team, we found ourselves in a really, really difficult situation. Um, we were, um, I think we've been growing as a team for, for several years. And um, I would say we changed around the atmosphere in the team and the spirit in the team significantly from, I would say, poor to really, really good. Unfortunately, some events happened and we, well, yeah, so we, with the organization, we landed in a, a hard place, so to say, un, and unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last months working within that organization, leading the team within that organization was, uh, was really difficult. Um, I think one could even argue that, um, yeah, due to various uh, due to circumstances and various reasons, the system or the organization became a toxic environment as well. Mm. I, at the, already from the start, I decided to, I would say, follow my heart in, uh, in leading the team. And by doing so, in my view, perception, I took a very different approach than uh, most of the other uh, managers and leaders in the organization. Consequentially, that meant that, um, yeah, I was on an island in a way. Um, followed a diff- different approach, how I led my team through this uh, period than the majority of the organization. That was really, really difficult for me personally, but also uh, for the people in the organization and within my team. And it was that, um, yeah, I think one of the moments that I struggled most that I arrived at the office and together with uh, with uh, uh, a senior manager from from the larger organization what I saw happening in the organization actually I think I was expecting that once I started to talk about the hardship or the difficulties that okay she might quickly turn to disconnect from me and turn mm-hmm. to her own work but instead she um, she stayed with me and she made eye con- she kept eye contact with me I could um, I, f- I really felt seen and listened to in that moment I felt completely free to share whatever I had on my mind or my heart without being afraid that I would receive a judgmental response or anything. Mm-hmm. What happened as well in that in, in that interaction was that through the eye contact and through I think her presence in a way, a quality of presence, I was also able to I don't know if it's kind of words you might want to give it, but ground myself in, in the moment. Um, in a way think gather my attention in the moment and work on my presence as well and it was really interesting because I've, I I could um, connect to my my inner theater as, uh, as we like to say within uh, at Inciotnik yes. Yes. Um, Eric would be proud yes <laughs> and um, I could I could connect to so many sensations in my 
body and it was like a, a cocktail of uh, strong emotions going on there which which I would say was almost overwhelming me until then but but I could let's say really make it specific I could feel you know there was some fear in there frustrations even anger a uh, bit of uh, anxiousness and I could I could I could start to um, observe it but but in a very very clear way and before that it was just it was there but I couldn't make sense of it at all so it turned out to be just a quick coffee in the corridor with uh, with someone uh, from a from a related organization it became quite a well a transformative experience for me because I I mean, the minute I walked upstairs to my team, I thought, wow, this is something, it's just so cool what thought is happening here. And this is what I want to be able to do with the people in my team as well. Connect with them uh, in, in an authentic way, non-judgmental, and by doing so, create, I'm going to use more words from our course, Nick, uh, a, 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 <laughs> a container or a holding space or whatever you call it to um, accept the re reality which is really difficult and which involves a lot of lots of lots of emotions strong emotions and connect to those emotions and um, you know from there um, have a bit of a reflective space to think about okay where are we where are we and what's happening around us what does that mean to me um, do I want to stay in this organization? Do I want to leave in the organization? Um, so I did actually. I did. I did. Um, I did interact. I did interact in that way with my team and individual team members to 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 create this kind of reflective space, either within a team, in a team meetings, for example, or um, uh, in one-to-one -one conversations. And I think I've seen some people. Maybe in my team, but also around my team, who who just try to ignore what was happening in the organization. As in, I think in, in that was maybe a way for them to deal with the anxiety and the, and the frustration, the strong emotions. Others would be very frustrated and um, start to enact, uh, act out their frustrations by talking to others about their concerns and their frustrations or even blaming certain people or certain groups in the organization for the situation we were in or uh, sharing quite negative assumptions about um, what the future might the near future might bring and by creating this reflective spaces with 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 individuals or with a team we could uh, connect to reality and the anxiety and the frustration which uh, which uh, which that uh, elicited accepted in a way and talk about it together and now i'm talking about that uh, i think that um, i don't want to stereotype but um it's a manufacturing organization and, and R&D, so, so it's uh, engineers, developers, um, software mechanical, uh, project engineers, and it's a very rational environment. Mm. And um, I think it's quite 
quite special that that we with the team succeeded to create this environment where we could actually again connect to connect to those emotions and and talk about it Um, and of course it was not all the time but once every Sometimes it was a few weeks. Sometimes it was a month. We took this this uh, time, some time to create that space. For example, during the team meeting or doing one-to-one conversations to uh, um, deal with the situation in the best way possible. What I got out of it was that when I announced to the team that I would leave the organization, uh, is that. Quite a large number of people came to me uh, individually. They were really grateful and um, uh, appreciating the way I I had led them through the situation. I've had really, really great conversations as well uh, when I left. That gave me such a that was such a fulfilling experience that I don't know. I guess that's. Yeah, I think that's um, probably together with um, our um, our course at Inshot, uh probably the best uh, real life professional world I could have been in, in combination with our uh, with our study to uh, to learn from the from it, but also to. Um, Yeah, to really grow as a person. Well, you asked me before, um, we had a short chat about is the transition, is that something permanent or not? I think um, well, if, if something like that happens, it, it, whether you like it or not, it, it changes you permanently. Um, yeah, it changes you permanently. Yours. Thank you for sharing your experience. So this is the time on the podcast where uh, through the wonders of modern technology, uh, we get to experience time travel. I hope there's some engineers out there working on that. Uh, so in, my, in a few minutes or in a, a minute or so, I will snap my fingers and uh, we'll have a short break. And when we come back, uh, Jos will have listened to himself uh, sharing this experience. And then we'll hear your reflections Uh, and also your advice to your younger self. And uh, so we look forward to that. So that's the end of recording one. So thank you, Jos, and talk to you in a week. Thank you, Nick, and looking forward to it. Jos, thank you for coming back on the podcast today. It's now a week later since our first conversation. How are you doing today? Hello, Nick. Good to be back. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm so curious. Uh, so just from the experience itself, how was it listening to yourself? So I I listened uh, I listened to it yesterday. As I got into it, it was uh, it was quite an interesting experience actually. Now we, we talked about a senior manager who I met in in the corridor of my of one of my previous companies. I started to think about many other people many other encounters where I just had like a general chat with someone and that person said something which stayed with me yeah. actually quite a few of them came to mind one of the examples 
is from, I guess, 10 years ago, or maybe even more, I was participating in an international management program together with, with uh, people from uh, all over the world. And we spent really good time together. And when we said goodbye, how we said goodbye to each other. And he said to me, I said, where I came from, we talk from the heart. Mm. And I think he was referring to that. He was missing that from the way I or we Western Europeans were uh, talking to him. And he was from South um, South America. And, and the statement from him stuck with me for a long, long, long time. And I still remember it. And it, it's, it's these things which, which kept me puzzling. I thought, well, and I think deep down there's something in it. Like, I want to know how to do that. The experience that you describe on that specific day, you pausing, taking the time to talk to this person, would you describe this as being a conscious or unconscious decision? I, it's, it's an experience that I had not very long ago, mm. so it's still quite vivid in my mind. It also puzzles me in a way that I'm really curious and mm. eager to understand what, what happens, what, what happens unconsciously in such an interaction. Yeah, I guess it's the one which is on top of my mind for that reason. Yeah, yeah. You said it had a profound impact to you. How would you describe the impact today? Well, I, I guess then I have to go back to uh, a bit of the puzzling I've been doing and I'm still doing actually. Mm. You know, people want to be seen is, is, is a very known or common statement, I guess. Or mm. Most of us or all of us, we know, okay, it's, it's sometimes we need to slow down and stay with each other, stay in the moment to see what emerges. Mm or make real contact or uh, talk about authentic communication. Of course, I, I know, I understand all of that. And I understood all of that before I had that conversation. But what happened in that moment was that it's an experience. It's, it's something that made me really apprehend what was happening there. If you told somebody else about it, they would not have had, so we say, the same depth of experience. That you're saying that it's almost like you, you, you talk of it like you, you, you have to live through it. You have to experience. You have to experience the experience, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I've been talking about this event with with a few others as well, and and I've learned that some people have learned how to make these connections within their families, so they mm. grew up with it. Mm. And for them, it's it's almost natural. For me, it's something completely new. And if I look back at myself, then I think one of one thing which is which is important to it, and something I've been working on myself as well is is is, is, is uh, developing your own emotional intelligence. And I think that's clearly important to understand. Okay, what what goes on in in myself in my inner theater? Another part which I think is important here, or at least has been important for me to get here, is the ability to stay pr- to be present in the here and now as opposed to being distracted or being with my thoughts two, three hours ahead with the next meeting, with tomorrow, etc. And the third element, I think, which is really important, is be aware of, of defense mechanisms that may get into the way of authentic communication. It's interesting, you said like a skill that you acquired. So would you say this is something that can be learned? Well, so, so parts of it, and maybe I should, we could see it as a a basis for being able to create deeper connections hmm. but it's it's not enough it's not enough it's it's probably i mean there's there's it's important but if you have those three things it doesn't mean that i think you can make such connections but i think you're in a good place to be able to start to learn how to make them yeah. so i want to try to to switch gears a, a little bit if, if if you try to imagine that it was possible to to give your quote unquote old self 
uh, a good piece of advice during or maybe before this transformative experience. What would you like to say to the then yours, the the younger yours? Be able to make like a kind of a recipe, describe like a recipe how I could make such establish such connections. Then I would love to do that, but I haven't found all the words yet to do so. Mm. So for me, it would be more a, a generic a generic statement. And if I would be suppose that I would meet my younger self several years ago, I would probably try to encourage him to stay curious to find to find your path in life and let it guide you to new adventures. Jus, thank you for sharing your reflections. I have this association when I listen to you that there's something about making yourself available to others, thinking that others have needs too. Others have needs that are unspoken, maybe sometimes unknown. But if we are open to these these new connections, then maybe new things will happen. I don't know if this reflection resonates with you in any way. I think you have an important point when I reflect back parts of my working life, but also in life in general. How often do you talk to people, but you're not fully there with your full attention? You don't really take the time to listen to someone because you're in a hurry Mm. or you feel maybe rushed or for other reasons. And yeah, who knows what what you're missing out. I think this is certainly certainly something I learned that you can get a lot of um, valuable, meaningful, fulfilling, Mm. unexpected uh, encounters that may help you a lot. Jos, what do you think has been the impact of the experience that day? The way I've been leading the a difficult time, as the, as I shared last week, it has made me think about it. Mm. It made me curious, as we just discussed. Okay, and I want to understand it a bit more. And I think the most important thing is that I really want to. I I, I would not want to go back into or what I would call the treadmill, being rushed, going rushing from one task to another, one meeting to the other. I mean, it's okay, but not full-time. I I definitely want to um, use this to have more quality time, more frequent, have some quality time with uh, people I meet, whether it's friends or strangers, to see what emerges. Those... Thank you so much for sharing your experience as well as taking the time and, and also the uh, mental energy to reflect back on your experience. I hope this experience was also useful to you, perhaps giving you an opportunity to look back at your experience and with some distance, maybe see it in a new light. just want to thank you very much, Nick. It was an interesting experience and a valuable experience for me as well to be able to share this, listen back to my own thoughts and reflect on that. This was the first episode of Transformations. More episodes on the way.